You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DCD Casey. We like anything that gets folks out running, and we know the transformative effect running can have on people's lives. One place that's absolutely apparent is with Running Works, a nonprofit that gives Charlotte's homeless population an avenue to take control of their lives through health and wellness. They also help the runners along the course with mental health counseling, group therapy, career development, and housing assistance. Matthew Sharp is their chief operating officer and joins us now on the Running Around Charlotte podcast. Hey, Matt, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. And DC is on mic number one. How are you doing, DC? Oh, man. All good. All good in the hood. All good. Matt, thanks for joining us, brother. Yeah, glad to be on. Thanks for the invite. So tell us about Running Works, Matt. If you, yeah, I love the name. I mean, it, what a great name for uh, an organization. Tell us about what uh, what you do and what's going on. Sure. So we've been around for eight years now. Uh, April, we turned eight, so a great year to do it uh, during COVID. But uh, our, our mission is to essentially help uh, and assist individuals and families experiencing homelessness and poverty with their needs for physical, emotional, and social well-being. Um, And we do that through connecting clients with community resources to achieve their goals in in what we call five key areas. So healthcare services, food security, financial stability, employment, and housing. Um, And so those are the the main areas that we target. Uh, So it's not just about running, right? That's a a huge piece that gets our clients in the door, uh, gets them comfortable with us. We go out for walks and runs when it's, you know, not COVID. And and then we build great relationships. Uh, we really say uh, the R in running work stands for relationships. And, and so, you know, we really focus on that. And so this, this uh, last several months have been tough for us uh, with COVID and not being able to physically see a lot of our clients. But, yeah. uh, you know, we know that um, they're still doing well. And so, yeah, so that's a little bit about what we do. Uh, we have several programs normally around the city. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do life skill workshops on a, on a regular basis. And of course that's changed, um, with, with COVID, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely been, um, been a great, great eight years and we're, we're, we're continuing to look to grow and, and continue to change. Yeah. I, I can't believe like, it's been eight yeah. years. I know. Yeah. Bro, that's about to say, man, that it is, it is, it has been a minute as the kids say, um, and this year, you know, being an incredibly different year. And before we got on the line, you talked about how, uh, you know, clients really miss the interaction. And, and, and as you said, it's not all about running, but it's a big piece. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you guys been, uh, been managing that with your client base uh, and, and not being able to have that, that interaction, that social piece that's such a big part of the program? Yeah, it, you know, it was really tough early on. So, really middle of March when everything kind of happened, we immediately put the pause on our programs of, you know, large groups coming together, mm-hmm. which, uh, which, which was hard because as, as we're just no. talking about getting together in big groups and in community is what our clients love. They love that family atmosphere. We, we call our clients team members. So they're part of our mm-hmm. team, our family. And, and to not have that, we really had to think through what makes sense. We, we can't be with them in person. Uh, we can't be out running with them, you know, together. 
uh, but we can obviously encourage them to go out running or walking, stay active and stay fit. Mm-hmm. But we also did is we started uh, virtual life skill sessions. So oh. typically every Tuesday, every Friday mm-hmm. at 945 is when we have our normal program. And then 11 o'clock is when we have our life skill session. So we couldn't be in person. Uh, so instead, what we decided to do is go on to Facebook Live. And you'd be surprised how many of our team members love Facebook, right? And are, are already <laughs> technology savvy. They have smartphones, they have computers. Um, and so they're able to log on. And so every Tuesday, every Friday, since the start of COVID, we've had a, a 40 mm-hmm. minute, 45 minute life skill workshop. And over that time, we've had 40 workshops. We've covered book studies on self-determination, resilience. We've had guest speakers uh, come and talk about their resources that our clients can, mm-hmm. can call into and provide. And so, um, you know, though we can't be in person, we feel that the, the connection through even if it's virtual mm-hmm. is, is beneficial. The amount of right. comments every time that we have a life skill, our clients are, they're, they're chiming in with their questions. They're supporting each other. I think that's one of the mm-hmm. biggest things too, is they've that's been supporting awesome. each other with comments and, mm-hmm. and offline have been, have been you know, doing that as well. So uh, it's, it's been hard, but I think we've found a, a decent, um, you know, middle ground, uh, before being able to get back in person. Mm-hmm. And, and with, you know, with the economy being what it is, uh, you know, and, you know, getting somebody launched from, from homelessness into, uh, you know, you know, being housed and employed and, you know, and stable and all that. It's not like they go from, you know, that to, you know, living at Graceland. I mean, it's a, it's a gradual process, you know, has had, had things with COVID and the economy and, you know, the growing uh, unemployment rate, have those impacted uh, your team members' situations? And, you know, how are you guys managing that? So absolutely. I mean, a lot of early on and throughout a lot of our, just like a lot of people, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of our clients were decreased in hours. Uh, Many of them work Mm -hmm. in the hospitality industry. So their hours were decreased or they were let go altogether. And, yeah. and that was really hard for, for a lot of our clients. Um, I think the, the silver lining is two years ago, we started a housing program. We've been able to house 50 individuals, men, women, and children over that time. And mm-hmm. over COVID, we've been focusing on our active clients, those who are regularly come to the program. They go and volunteer races mm-hmm. with us. They're, they're in contact with us the majority have some type of housing or shelter, whether that's through our supportive housing program, uh, shelter that, or housing that they got through other agencies, maybe they're at the shelter. And so just knowing that has lifted such a burden on not just running works, but on them themselves, that's one less thing they have to worry about. And though it's still not ideal, right? Still quarantining is not ideal. Mm -hmm. Having a roof over your head has been, for them has been amazing. And, and so, uh, yes, the economics have been very hard on them and on running works too, because we, we pay rental subsidies for many of our clients. Mm-hmm. And over the past, you know, several months we have paid, uh, in rental subsidies over $50,000, uh, to help cover that. And that has shifted and changed, um, because mm-hmm. we don't want them to be out of housing, right? We, they are safe now. And so that is such a priority for us. Uh, during this time is making sure that they have uh, not just the roof over the head, but that they have the supplies that they need. Uh, and so one of the things that we've been doing 
is we've been providing care packages. So starting in April, we've been providing care packages with cleaning supplies, laundry detergent, food, uh, toiletries, masks, and monthly bus passes in, a, uh, in gas cars for them. So mm -hmm. they have what they need. They have some supplies to continue to get them through. Um, so it, it's not, again, it's not easy, but you know, we're, we're trying to make the best of uh, a horrible situation. Yeah. You know, Matt, um, one of the things I enjoy about our relationship is you guys being out at our events, you know, the six pack events, the mm -hmm. Vaughn Health Charlotte Marathon. And, um, you know, it is, it is truly uh, great to see your clients, as you call them, your, your team out there every Saturday morning, handing out uh, mm -hmm. water and bananas and, and food at the finish line and encouraging people, giving them their medals, high-fiving people. Um, we, we've missed having you out there, and that is part of your fundraising. Um, how, how has your fundraising shifted now with COVID and, you know, events like Metamorphosis 2020? What's happening with that? Sure. So just like many nonprofits, we had to and pivot is such a buzzword, right? But it's true. We had to pivot in, in these amazing ways of knowing yeah. that these races, unfortunately, have to be postponed, canceled, go virtual. And, and that is a big chunk of our of our fundraising and not just the fundraising. It's the amazing social aspect that we talk about in the social mm -hmm. well-being is getting our clients out, our team members out to socialize and get in the community. Um, and so we miss that certainly too, but on the fundraising side, we've, we've had to change things up and, and go virtual and, and rely on our individual donors and look at different grants, but specifically mm -hmm. in regards to our big gala, our annual fundraiser metamorphosis, uh, you know, early on, we moved it from September till November, thinking that maybe by November things would be different. Uh, but just this past week, we actually made the call to go completely virtual um, mm -hmm. and and that was it was a hard decision but it was one that out of an overabundance of of caution for our guests you know we want to make sure they're safe and so metamorphosis is uh, is a different type of event that uh, charlotte doesn't always see you know it's in its fifth year uh, it's mm -hmm. a unique event that merges fashion and philanthropy um, this year, we're working with our, our designer, Luis Machacao, who is who creates these, you know, unique couture gowns and suits, things that I don't even know about, because I definitely don't wear those types of suits. <laughs> it's, just, it's great. You know, he's he creates these and we have uh, an artist, a local artist, Wendy O'Connor, creating these textiles on these suits. And it's going to be an awesome show. Uh, and so going virtual, what that will look like is... Um, We'll still have our social butterflies, which I'll describe them in a second. They're still going to mm -hmm. walk the runway. Uh, we're still going to have a live auction. We're still going to have Carolina Panthers and uh, 2019 social butterfly Roman Harper MC the event. And so we'll all do that live and we'll just stream it on, mm -hmm. on different networks. Uh, and so, so that's kind of how we're doing it this year. Um, and for, if anyone is interested in, and learning more, you know, we invite them to go to our website, runningworks.org. Um, this year, what we're doing is anyone who donates $100 or more will, will receive access to the virtual event. Um, but people can also choose to buy upgraded packages and get kind of VIP home, home packages to really enjoy the event. Um, but 
it's different. Again, yeah. we, we've had to change and had to shift. Uh, but ultimately, I think it's the right call um, for for us and for for the event. Yeah, that and yeah, and absolutely. Skip that on that. You skip that on that social butterfly. I'm going to interrupt before Tim asks this next question. Tell him about the social butterfly. Yeah, for those who have not seen the Metamorphosis event. Absolutely, and that's that. you know that's one of the the biggest pieces that we added in a couple of years mm -hmm. ago. So. Uh, we don't have regular models walk the runway for the fashion show. We have social butterflies. And these are notable, dynamic, passionate, and philanthropic charlatans mm -hmm. that, um, that serve as both mentors and fundraisers for this social butterfly mentorship and fundraising campaign leading up to the gala. So last weekend, um, they really started their campaigns. And we're going to be announcing the social butterflies this week. So everyone will get to see and hear who our social butterflies are. Mm -hmm. uh, but the beauty of it is, uh, yes, they're raising funds. And so that helps us financially, but they are partnered and paired with one of our team members. And so during this few months leading up to the gala, they're spending time with them. They're learning what their, their mm -hmm. goals are. They're connecting, they're, they're creating a larger village, as we like to say, right there. It's not just right. money works. It's many people in their community that are there to support them and be with them. And so we're really excited for our team members, uh, our handful of team members who are going to be able to participate this year uh, and, and, you know, connect with some of these great yeah. butterflies, you know, for example, Adam, Adam Alexander and his wife, Audra are social butterflies. Adam is a play-by-play -play announcer for Fox NASCAR and co-host of NASCAR Rub Hub or, uh, race hub. Um, we have Sonia Pfeiffer and her daughter. Sonia is a practicing civil rights and criminal defense attorney and owner and creative director of Elder Gallery of Contemporary Art. Um, Yandrick and Elaine Pereston, who starred in the first season of To Have and to Hold Charlotte, a reality show featuring Charlotte couples, which aired on OWN Network. So those are three of the couples. We have many more. Yep. And so we're just really excited for what they're going to do, um, both in their own uh, you know, mentorship with their team members and just uh, all in all. So yeah, so yeah. That, that's the social butterfly campaign that leads up to our metamorphosis. That's awesome. I, I just want to know why DC is not on the list. I think that's <laughs> Spoiler alert, I am he's, not I am not on the list. He's a special guest. He, which, he should be uh, social butterfly <laughs> number one yeah. every year. I mean, <laughs> it, it starts and ends with DC. Come on. Oh, man. He's he's social in other areas. We just don't want to, you know, take up so much of his time. Just don't give him we're, coffee. Right? They're, they're actually trying to get pe people to participate in this thing. Man, you're the last person. Like, we have a list, and on the second list, you're the last person on. Yeah. Oh man, it's a tough crowd. It is a totally tough crowd. Now, now, to be fair, you know, you, know, you, you know, yeah. To be fair, go ahead, you, Jim. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, you know, the, 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 the event we're, we're dealing with the same thing, you know, right, right. We have, we have gone yeah. and made the decision earlier a month ago to go virtual with all of our six pack races. And just, you know, I think it, for us, it gives us the certainty of knowing how to plan and for the runners, mm -hmm. what to plan for. Um, some of them are on board with the virtual. Some of them are kind of disappointed, but they get it. And, you know, you get the 2% that are going to, you know, raise a little bit of a ruckus about it. And and I get that. I, I'd be disappointed too. But, um, you know, for the marathon, it's just a, it, it's a little bigger in terms of the planning and the runway that you have. Um, 
and the time it takes. And so, you know, we're trying to figure out not just November, but, you know, when, you know, when can we do this, if not November, and I'm not confident in November at all. And I'm not even sure I'm confident about spring right now. So it just, you know, it keeps getting pushed out that timelines longer. When and what are ways in which you see running works kind of returning to some sort of sense of normal? What things can you start to reincorporate um, as maybe we dig out of this a little bit? Um, Anything like anything on the horizon for you guys? Sure. You know, we've been having these same conversations and not just about events that that is important. And we want, again, we want to make sure people are safe and secure, but really thinking through our clients, we, we just had a great life skill uh, yesterday and some of the comments of some of our team members were who, who can I call? Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just not feeling right right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, it's not normal. And it's, I'm starting to, um, to spiral a little bit and past trauma is coming up. Um, you know, I'm in active uh, sobriety. And so how, how can I keep that going? And so we're continually thinking about those pieces of how do we come alongside our team members to still provide that support, provide those, um, those connections in the community, those referrals to you know, give them the care that they need. You know, we also, I didn't mention, but one of the things we are also doing is on an appointment only basis, clients can come into our office. Uh, we have one of our staff members who will come in and we have a thermometer check. You know, we have um, hand sanitizer and masks if they don't have them to mm-hmm. wash laundry, to be on a computer, just to have a, a place out of the weather and or out of the elements. And so, you know, we're providing that. But to your point, Tim, it's how do we, looking forward, I don't know if that is it in months to come. I, I think we have to think of other ways to reach our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so we're still in that, in that boat. I know one of the things that we're really excited about is in the coming months, um, we are looking to hire a case manager, someone who is able to really hone in on each and every client whether that's man, woman, or child, understand what their needs are and just be one more layer of support for them so that no one's slipping through the cracks. Mm-hmm. Because just because we haven't heard from someone doesn't mean they're doing great. That might mean they're struggling in areas. And so we need to make sure that we have touch points for all of our active core clients uh, that they're, they're maintaining. And, and so to your, to your question, Tim, you know, what do we look at in the future? we still struggle with that, you know, getting people together. We've talked about, do we go on a run together? But there's still pieces of that, that we question and bringing everyone together. And so I think what we're doing right now is waiting until, until phase three to see what does that look like in phase three and then make a call from there. But until that point, we know our clients have been safe. So we'd want to, we want to keep it that way and and not take any um, unnecessary risks. Totally understand. Totally get it, man. Um, and as I was going to say earlier, to be fair, I think most of the folks listening uh, know who Running Works is, uh, recognize you from the events, or recognize uh, the logo from around town. But I would venture a guess that not all know how they could get involved or help in some way. How could they do that? And let us know where they could find it. 
Sure. So I would say that a couple of things, the, the best thing to do is if you want to learn about running works, go to our website, runningworks.org. Mm -hmm. Check us out there. Follow us on social media. We're very active on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, mm -hmm. follow us on Twitter. Um, we also have uh, those who are looking to maybe donate or support us financially. Uh, there's a donate button on our website. We also have an Amazon wish list. So if people want to contribute to some of those care packages, mm -hmm. which they're not going to stop, we're, we're going to continue these, you know, until really until COVID ends. So uh, we need mm -hmm. those supplies that we've listed on Amazon, the cleaning supplies, the, yeah. um, the laundry detergent and all that. Uh, so that's one way. And consider joining us at the uh, Metamorphosis, the Art of Activism presented by Keffer Cares event in, in November. All you have to do is mm -hmm. as long as you donate $100 or more, you automatically get entered uh, into, the, into the event. Um, and so we're, we're excited to have the biggest crowd ever virtually. And we're really excited for that. We think it's going to be fun and creative and new. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just going to be a different event, but we're really excited. So there's several ways uh, to follow us and get involved. And, uh, and we look forward to meeting uh, new people and have, have new supporters. Matt, uh, thank you so much. And I, I thank you personally because I, mm -hmm. I know it takes a servant's heart to yeah. step in and, and <clears throat> fight the battle. And it, it, it's, I believe it's one of God's gifts is to, is to serve other people and just to have that heart and to, um, you know, so many people just want to live in their bubble and, and whatever. And if you're one of those people, that's okay. I'm a little bit like that too, but then give generously and support where you can financially so that Matt can go to work, roll up his sleeves and get alongside these people. Um, because it's not easy and it's sometimes it's not pretty, but guess what? It is, it, it makes our community better and it mm -hmm. builds relationships with people that desperately need help in, in areas of their lives, whether it's housing or work skills or sobriety or whatever it is. I, I'm so thankful for your heart and Meredith's heart and um, the other Matt's heart <laughs> and, and your entire team. Um, you guys just do a fantastic job and, and we just really appreciate it. And thank you for being here today. No, thank you so much for, for having me and for having Running Works. You know, we, we look forward to the days that we can get our clients out, our team members back out, our volunteers and, yeah. and be at races and enjoy life together and be in that community. Uh, we definitely miss it. And uh, we look forward to the days ahead. We're going to get there. We'll get through this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Matt Sharp. All right. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novon Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte released every week.